We keep things rolling here on the Sports Cubicle. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado, and it is a new year, and a lot of people are looking for fun things to do indoors as the winter months have hit the Windy City, and some fun stuff is coming down the aisle here in Chicago. You could say there's a stampede heading to Chicago. Paulie, what do we have for the fans today? We have the 2019 Professional Bull Riding Rookie of the Year, Dalton Castle, joining us today. Dalton, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. I'm super excited to get, get to be on with y'all. So, to my understanding, um, right now, as we're recording this, you're in New York City for, uh, is this the first event of the 2024 season then, the the professional bull riders are having? Well, it, we had a couple events before uh, in 2023 uh, that are part of the season, but this would be our first event for 2024. Oh, okay, okay. And so next week, you guys are coming out to Chicago at the Allstate Arena for the Unleash the Beast Tour. We're really looking forward to this. Wanted to highlight that and uh, all the riders that are coming out here. Um, what are, What's kind of your thoughts about the tour? I mean, I'm sure you've been through Chicago before, through New York before. What's kind of your favorite part about uh, the tour going out on the road? You know, I, uh, I am from a small town, and my population of probably 900 people and so i've really enjoyed getting to go to all these other cities and uh just you know be there for a few days that's all i can handle is just a few days but i love just seeing you know what all the the world has to offer and just how people differ you know each and every place and so i really love it it makes it a lot of fun. So when you get to these new cities and you see these different experiences, how hard is it for you to stay on a regiment diet and to stay as professional as you can? Because I think a lot of people tend to forget or they don't even really realize when they see the the athletes that you guys are that you are top of the world athletes at your sport. And how hard is it for you to come to Chicago and not have a bunch of pizza or go to New York and have a bunch of hot dogs? Well, you know, it's uh, all these big cities. It's pretty easy to find whatever you want. Um, there's just such a wide variety of stuff, and uh, usually whenever it's uh, game day and stuff, I uh, I'm pretty laid back and I uh, kind of just fool myself. I might have donuts for breakfast today. <laughs> I might not eat lunch to make up for that, and so it's not too bad being able to find something that's healthy and stuff and. Uh, if it's not healthy, then I just don't eat. So it's funny you bring we bring this up, right? The heading to the cities and the tour that you guys are on, being a rookie of the year, just kind of the very, very much the structured sport that is the the professional bull riding tour. And I think what's really cool about it is somebody like you who's gone out through the rankings, you have an amazing story. But bef- kind of my question is before a question: Are you a big sports fan? Are you a sports fan of all beyond just the PBR? Yes, yeah, no, I love all sports. Uh, I played a bunch of sports growing up, and so I have absolutely loved, you know, seeing how other professional sports and uh, professional boy riding goes hand in hand, and uh, it's really neat. 
Okay, so I'm glad. I figured as much for a Texas boy to to be all in on football and baseball and basketball and whatnot. So here in Chicago, you know how it is, whether the years of watching Michael Jordan going down the lane or if you're seeing Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taines shoot on goal or if you're watching a home run for the White Sox or Cubs and the Bears are scoring a touchdown, the moments, that moment before the greatness happens, for you to explain to fans of Chicago, a, a sports city, a championship city, the moment when you jump on top of that ball and your hand is on the gate and your other hand is getting nice and tight with the rope and just that moment before the horn goes off and that gate burst open and you know the next longest eight seconds of your life until the next longest eight seconds of your life are about to happen what is that adrenaline like what is that moment like especially when you are at the meccas of chicago new york dallas los angeles you know it's hard to put into words uh because the energy that each city brings is so different but it's still such a positive energy. And it is very, uh, we have gotten to where we have done it so many times and we have everything, you know, set up the best we can that we just kind of go and we know what to do. And so we don't let, you know, sometimes uh, the big lights and stuff get to us. We try not to, for sure. But you still feel such an energy from the crowd and the music, and it's uh, it's something that you can hardly put into words because whenever you make the eight seconds, it's uh, it's a sigh of relief, and everybody's so loud that it's just unbelievable how much it uh, just accomplishing it feels. The guys can make. I bet that's like when you win a Super Bowl or uh, when, you know, the whatever it might be in major sports. Uh, I can't imagine what it feels like to say. I feel like we have the same thing, just in a different way. So I guess when you guys are doing this, right, like, Everybody knows the physical toll it takes on you riding the ball. Heck, the physical toll on the the ball. We'll get into that and the team aspect and all the practice and whatnot. But you hear in all these other athletes from the Olympics to the NBA and NFL visualizing how important the mental aspect of this is. For you, how big of a part as you've grown in this sport, as you've had so much success, but still learning and growing within it, how much have you, how much is it really impressed on you that the mental part of this game is super important? Oh, I think uh, being physically fit and stuff is 10% and the rest is 90% mental. Um, You can, you know, not be riding good and it just, it is hard. If you're not mentally strong enough and even if you are mentally strong, it is hard to get out of the slump. And the mental game on bull riding impacts it so much because when you see the top 40 bull riders each and every weekend and you know that they are the top 40 in the world for a reason and it wasn't because they, you know, are always just in droughts or ride time to time. They are the best. And so it really separates the boys and men per se whenever you do get in a drought how quick you come out of it when i was researching for this i have to openly admit i didn't know anything about professional bull riding and all i knew was probably staying on the bull for eight seconds but it was neat to find out through this that 
there's so many different tours and then relatively new as of a couple of years ago there's the team events and I was kind of looking at your career, drafted by Kansas City, traded to Austin. Um, was that kind of a, a big uh, step for you to be traded to a team that was a little bit closer to where you're from? Uh, you know, it wasn't so much that it was a uh, trade that coming from, uh, like, getting to be somewhere closer. Um, I think the main thing was just the powerhouse that Austin was able to form whenever I did get traded to them. Uh you know, we we kind of turned into the Yankees in <laughs> baseball. Uh, it is really neat because uh, ever since I got traded, you know, it's all new. And I got traded, and people are making trade, trying to make trade deals all the time now, trying <laughs> to establish what the Austin Gamblers were able to establish. And it's really neat seeing how me being traded – change the whole team sport of bull riding. Do you have an agent for this? I guess I've never really researched it that much. Is there is there like someone that kind of organizes your contract or is the one that's calling you and saying, oh, uh, Kansas City's looking at you or uh, and, uh, Texas is looking at you? Yes, yeah, no, I have an agent. He's a guy from Canada, actually, and he uh, he uh, is a He's actually a lot of NHL hockey player agents, too. Oh, okay. And so he he kind of gets the gist, and he knows what's going on. So I, I couldn't be able to do all the, that kind of stuff by myself, that's for sure. Dalton Castle joins us today here on the Sports Cubicle. He's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado. We're going to be talking about the excitement that is going to be happening at the All-State Arena next week. It is going to be a lot of fun. We'll make sure to plug everything all over our socials on the YouTube and make sure that everybody's supporting our friend Dalton. But, Paulie, there is something that I think a lot of people, especially up here up north, right, and northeast kind of have a lot of misnomers or, you know, we, we have certain concerns, even though, for me growing up, even though, at, from a Latin family and people from family from Texas, we grew up watching PBR on the Versus Network or on CBS. So I've always had an appreciation for it. But I think anybody who's an animal lover always kind of had in the back of their head because they watch the SeaWorld documentaries or they watch what happened around them, the circuses or whatnot. And Polly and I have, have kind of just wondered the, the treatment of the bulls and the animals the difference between the old generation and kind of the generation now where they're more treated like like athletes. Polly, did you did you kind of have a thought also of, of, of how this went for, for Dalton? Well, yeah. So so when I was kind of first researching this, I see all of these ethical treatment sites saying right. that they use uh, shockers or, you know, cattle prodders, that sort of thing. But I doing more research, I found out that these are bulls that are specifically bred for bucking. So they don't need to use any of that. Uh, uh, Dalton, we understand that that you do raise cattle yourself or at least um, uh, bulls that are that, that can be ridden. Um, kind of tell us about, you know, sort of that, the treatment of these bulls. Um, is that a misconception that you guys use shockers or any sort of um, you know, devices that, that could threaten these bulls? Oh, most definitely. Um, I wish I got treated as well as these bulls do. <laughs> um, uh, kind of a deal we have going on in our house is the animals eat before we do. And they are on a strict diet. You know, they can't skip out and have donuts one morning and <laughs> then not eat. They, uh, they are on a strict diet. They are honestly some of our best friends. You know, we, uh, they are 
they are bred to it. They're just like a racehorse. A racehorse is bred to run, and that's what they know how to do. These bulls are bred to buck, and so they know how to buck, and there's not anything that you have to do to make them buck because they're, you know, they're 15, 2,000-pound animals. They can do whatever they want. So we can't make them do anything that they don't want to do. And, you know, really, uh, another misconception is uh, a bunch of people think these bulls are mean and stuff. Most of these bulls that we're riding, you can pet all over them. You can scratch them. My daughter's even sat on the back of some of these bulls because they are just turned into family, and it's just uh, something they're bred to do. You know, Dalton, I think the way my my brain kind of just processes it is like like you said, they're they're part of the family. They're they're on strict diets because they're also athletes. They're part of the sport. They're not equipment. They're part of the draw. They're part of what makes you a you and, and, and the Bulls having this symbiotic relationship where you make each other stars and you're able to do these things. Is that something that you try to teach the next generation of fan and bull riders that this is not j- it's as much a part of you as you are a part of them. Yes, and, you know, it's something that I'm so passionate about, bulls and stuff. I don't want anybody to ever think that they're mistreated because, you know, that's the furthest from the truth. We love these animals like nobody's business, and they are a part of our family. So it's there would be no harm. We wouldn't try to cause any harm towards any of our family members. And it's the same with the bulls. We would do nothing to hurt them because they are family. In the five years that you've been on this tour, you've already made some some history for yourself. I was watching the video of you riding, uh, if I pronounce this right, Whoopa for the second or third highest score in the tour's history. Take us through that. I mean, I know these are quick rides, but do you recall anything from that? Oh, yeah. No, that the ride that I'll never forget. Um, that bull is an amazing bull, an amazing athlete. He's one of those bulls that, you know, he has the top three highest scores in PBR history on, and you can scratch and pet on him. He just is bred to buck and absolutely loves it. And so I, uh, it's some of my friends that own that bull also. So I, uh, I just had a good connection with them and that bull. And I was super excited whenever I got the chance to get on him. And it definitely will not be something that I'll ever forget. How superstitious are bull riders compared to, let's say, other athletes? I, I have to believe you're as superstitious as some of even us weekend warriors, let alone actual athletes like yourself where certain socks you have to wear or a certain bull's name or if you're in a certain arena. How superstitious are you? How superstitious is the team when it comes to bull riding? Uh, you know, a bunch of these guys, uh, a bunch of them are superstitious. You know, uh, don't the biggest rule is don't put your hat on the bed and stuff. But I, I'll put my hat on the bed and I'll do a bunch of different things <laughs> just to show that I don't know if that's true or not. But you know, I I don't believe in all that, and I I don't think it affects how you do or how you don't do it, where you are in your confidence that day and how well you perform. So. 
Right. All the practice in the bowl is going to be a lot of determinant of how much luck you're going to have that day. And I think that's what's kind of interesting about the athlete that you got, the cloth that you guys come from as athletes is that eight, that eight seconds of glory, right, for the rest of history. How much practice? I, because I think about if you're watching UFC, Bellator, if you're watching a big boxing match, if you're watching the Super Bowl, the World Series, whatever, there's been a lot of practice. There's been a lot of games. And I know you guys go on tour, but off season. How much practice is going on for that one moment, for that one tour, for that championship? How much is going on behind the scenes when it comes to actually working on the craft? You know, it's something that you have to practice every day. Um, it's a, uh, it's not a sport where you can't, and it's not necessarily that you're going to be practicing getting on the ball, but you got to be thinking about it and imagining and envisioning qualified rides. And, how you're supposed to handle each and every jump. And I think that's the biggest thing is just if you can visualize yourself having success, you will find a way to go have success. And I think that's how that goes in any sport. And uh, it's really, I think, boy, I'm not too different than any other professional sport. It's just some play on grass, some play on hardwood floors and play on ice and we play on dirt. How important is it for you? How much of a responsibility do you take as one of the faces, one of the real trailblazers when it comes to your generation? Heck, the stuff you're doing off the dirt that to teach the next generation of fan to be there, to be open, to teach them how fun this sport can be, how how much entertainment you can get out of it and how great these athletes are. How much do you put that on yourself? You know, I am so passionate about this sport and I love each and everything about this sport that um, I just, I like when people are able to see, you know, that this is a real professional sport. And also just, uh, I love being able to teach people about it because I love it so much. And so it makes it really easy for me to be able to go and talk about it or, you know, show people because it's something that I'm passionate about, something I love. And, it's gotten to be pretty much all I know here. When you're preparing to ride a bull, like you you know you're scheduled against one, are you kind of scouting the bull to see what it, its tendencies are? Uh, yes and no. It can either help you or hurt you because they are animals, so they could change it up. But sometimes it's good to know what that bull's going to be doing. Um, but like I said, they're able to change it up so quickly that sometimes that bites you in the butt. We are talking to Dalton Castle from the Professional Bull Riders Tour. They are going to be coming to the Windy City next weekend, January 13th and 14th at the Allstate Arena. Before we let you go, Dalton, what are you looking forward to the most for this uh, this calendar year of 2024? I'm excited for the next one. I uh, try not to get too far ahead. I uh, don't end up booking my flight until the day or two before that I have to leave because I'm I'm just excited to be a part of it and go to the next one and just uh, see what the Lord has in store for me. And I'm, I just try not to get too worked up about it. 
Dalton, this was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for teaching us a lot. Thank you for making it so accessible to so many fans here in Chicago. You you know as a sports fan, Chicago is a sports city, and it is a city that loves watching athletes do great things. So uh, congratulations on all the success and all the future success and being a great ambassador at such a young age for a, a really great sport that has brought a lot of families all over the country, heck, all over the world together. Yes, thank, thank you guys for having me. I really enjoyed this. We got more coming up next here on the Sports Cubicle. He's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado.